Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A big old debut for Ickle Ronnikins and Vardy and Scotty Carson face off. Welcome to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. It's Friday, 10th of September. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Actually, it normally would be the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway, but today it's Emma Raducanu. Tribute show. Come at me, haters. Tennis. Tennis. And by haters, I mean my friend and colleague, Luke Moore. I mean, the only... The only, <laughs> the only um, you hate women's tennis, don't you, Luke? Don't you, Luke? I hate tennis generally. <laughs> uh, and I didn't even know this was happening. That's the, that's the only thing I can say. And the test has been cancelled thanks to I loads of COVID outbreaks yeah. in the Indian team. Yeah, it turns out you Give guys... Give me a bit of vish as well. You guys are great on tennis and cricket. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's due to the final of the US Open, Luke. So that's great. Good cool. on her. And she's from Britain. She's from Kent. Yeah. So yeah. you like that? Yeah. She came through qualifying, Luke. It's an amazing story. Yeah. Just see, amazing. See, there we go. Finally, we found something. Pete's two million in. pounds. She's going to get what two million. Quid. No, I don't like that anymore. What? It's not about the money. It's about the love, Bloody as we were is. discussing earlier. <laughs> I'll have a bit of that. As regards she want the football show that we that we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Lionel Messi has passed Pele. Has he though? As the leading <laughs> South American men's goal scorer in international games with a hat trick against I, Bolivia last night. And I, I looked, up, I looked this up, and um, 
when I, when I typed in Pele into Google, just to see, you know, because I know he's been a little bit unwell. He's, he's convalescing. He's, 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 he's recovering from tumor removed, doesn't he? Yeah. When you type in Pele into Google, the first thing Google brings up is Pele is a former sports minister of Brazil. It's like, yeah, he's kind of <laughs> he more is. than that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's done some other stuff as well. <laughs> is that someone writing his Wikipedia article who's just a big fan of politics? Than... When you put it in the Google search bar, it comes up with like a, just a really short sentence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess it's like, it's obviously algorithmic. Yeah. It just says that for some reason. Nobby Solana, trumpeter. Apparently, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a trumpeter from <laughs> Peru. Look, I don't want to be like, oh, um, it's all conspiracies and, you know, mm. Elon Musk's running the world. But apparently it's not all algorithms. There are people there. Doing it. F- yeah, filtering out certain it, answers. It's interesting that you don't want to talk about conspiracies because before the show you told me you turned the 5G off on your phone because you <laughs> didn't like it. I said it made your head buzz. <laughs> like being in a Cuban embassy. <laughs> so listen, make your mind up. That's what I'll say. Yeah. I don't have to be. I'm consistent about my inconsistency. All I'll say is if you shoot me with tennis in the first two minutes, I'll shoot you back all show. It was a volley. As Malcolm Tucker would say, I'll shoot you back from that fucking window. I don't mind. <laughs> anyway, yeah. congrats. But good on Messi though. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and it's, isn't it fascinating? Because I know that Cristiano's become, I'm going to come on to him, I'm sure. He, he's become the leading international goal scorer overall. Mm. And then it feels so interesting that every time Ronaldo breaks some sort of record, he gets Messi a week. Comes, he gets yeah, a week. Gets before, yeah, yeah. In this case, obviously, it's not as good a record, but it's still pretty impressive. Well, Messi's clearly been at the SEO on Google to bump Pele's uh, achievements down a bit, <laughs> yeah. hasn't he? Right. So, hello, Google. Now I've overtaken him. Could you just re, 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 reattach his uh, details? <laughs> Former Brazilian sportsman, will be fine, please. Not much of a goal scorer in retrospect. Uh, actor. Not being funny, but the game's moved on. Bit park up back. Oh, park yeah. Actor. What actor was What film was he in that was amazing? Uh, the film we did on the film thing. Yeah. Was, uh, oh, it was so good. It wasn't, Can't remember the name of it. It wasn't a skate of victory. It was the one where, oh, it was one where uh, an American boy went to visit uh, Pele uh, as an older man to try and learn the um the, the ways of the vo- the ball the ways of the football but it, it was filmed like a soft porn uh, oh it was incredible could so you incredible. elaborate that sort of music so basically he he the, the young guy would go to Pele he was like an American football player mm. who um wasn't great at um, football or whatever it's called hot shot Pete. hot shot there as and an it, American football or American soccer player soccer so he goes to, he goes and Pele kind of mentors him. And um, and then basically it's about fifteen to twenty minute montage of them both with their tops off, like chopping sugar Hello. cane and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's hot very stuff. very erotic. It's really hot yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm. All right. Well, similar to that will probably be the Manchester United game on Saturday at three pm against. What, they play tops off. Oh, they shirts versus skin. <laughs> well, you know that Cristiano's got it in his contract. That's <laughs> how Cristiano Ronaldo got back early to prepare for this game, isn't it? He took his top off in the internationals. It yeah, was pathetic I, as well. The way he sort of, the way when he's getting his yellow, his top is like half down, like a belly top, and you can see his little nipples. Like he's just, sh- it looks like he's just going, whoop, look at this. <laughs> whoop, gotta go home now. It's a bit rich coming from you. That. I know, I always got my clothes <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, we are. never send him home when he does that, though. No, <laughs> no I know, we should. The plot, the plot twist in this might well be that if, um, if Edison Cavani can somehow um, come off the bench or whatever or play, uh, sort of be substituted on for Ronaldo because yeah. obviously he gave up his number seven shirt yeah. and then score and rip his shirt off and he's got number seven branded on his back. <laughs> That's scarification on his back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. What are you going to do about that, Cristiano? <laughs> This is not the show probably to talk about this, but Cavani does seem to get pushed around in all of these teams, doesn't he? He's constantly mm. being moved out. He doesn't mind, though. He still has an incredible goal return for a man of his uh, age. And a man of his facial bone structure. Mm. Yeah, mm. no one looks better on a horse. Mm. Agree. 
very much the heir to uh, Rivaldo's uh, crown in the sh- that he looks like a f- video game player. Yeah, I'd guess so. Yeah, it's very polygonal. Because they have to Cheap exaggerate all the, yeah. all the features. And Rivaldo <laughs> is brilliant for that. And now Cavani's <laughs> taken it to another level. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I know you guys talked about this earlier in the week. It wasn't a show that I was on, but um, I heard you, you all talking about the the 3pm blackout and the fact that no one's going to get to watch Cristiano's second debut at Man United. Except the 300 million people who... Pirate. Outside of the UK. And also all the ones who pirate in the UK. Exactly. And that, that was going to be my, my point, really. Because, you know, it's all well and good saying that this, this rule exists for this reason and all the rest of it. Mm. Ultimately, you, you're kind of, you're completely ignoring the fact that the world isn't like that. The world, the world is going to exist whether you regulate or not in that yeah. kind of way. And it just seems completely stupid to me that we still have this kind of thing in place. I'm not suggesting I know what the, what the answers would be. And I and obviously don't want to see lower league or non-league football suffer any more than it already has. But there's got to be a solution to this because it's absolutely farcical. It really is farcical. It's embarrassing. It's really. rather naive, isn't it? Yeah. Because the thing is, last season, when in the UK all the games were available, that was the most pirated season there's been. So, oh really? Right? So it doesn't actually it doesn't actually work if you like put it all on that people don't because they still don't want to pay the money. I can't believe Mason's coming with that fact and you didn't know about it. I didn't know about that. No, right, no. And it was all Pete as well. He's yeah. just sitting there in his part-time VPN farm. salesman. <laughs> <Pete Dawson>. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we've not redone really a VPN advert for a long no, time. We haven't no, no. Right. you do them for free, wouldn't you? No. Um, so look, obviously he's going up against a, a potential tactical masterclass, Cristiano Ronaldo, assuming he does play. What what does Steve yeah. Bruce? What do we think Steve Bruce has got up his sleeve? I, well, I think it will be a formation of Kieran Clark, Dummett, Shaw, Lascelles, Lewis, Kraft, <laughs> Fernandez, Mikio, yeah. and, and Newcastle. That's kind of the game plan in matches like this. So I don't think Manchester United uh, are going to get what they're expecting uh, here. I think they're, I think they're going to be stodged out of the game. To be quite frank, I think it's going to be a they'll probably it'll probably inch it, but it'll only be by one goal. You reckon? Yeah, I think they're going to stodge it up. Absolutely pack the box, and that's where Ronaldo is is uh, obviously operating now. I think he'll start the game, Ronaldo. Um, mm, I, think, I also right. think Steve Bruce has taken more time to think about what he's going to say afterwards yes, than the game itself. Admit, yeah. and, 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 and the fans. And let's know it's yeah. going to be, at the end of the day, Cristiano Ronaldo is the world's best ever player. <laughs> so what do you want me to do? <laughs> and, I, and I kind of sympathise with that to yeah. an extent because Stevie Bruce, he gets it from all sides, doesn't he? <laughs> he so really a, does. So in a stodge sense then, they're actually doing us a favour not putting this on the telly. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think There's the a mo- reason why they didn't pick this match for Teddy <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> yeah. The motivation is clear for Newcastle, right? It's just say, look, come, come and spoil the party. Mm. It's what it's what a Tony Pulis team or a Neil Warnock team would do. Mm. They'd relish it. They'd absolutely relish Put it. Put him out for the season. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Oh <laughs> Two minutes in. Lascelles, through the yeah. back of him. Good night. Yeah. See you later. Former West Ham and Liverpool defender is... is Perhaps it's, perhaps this is where you got the advice on this from. Julian Dix has offered some suggestions on what to do. If I was still playing, I'd love to have gone up against a player like Ronaldo because I would have just booted the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dix Dix is saying that like it's some kind of thing that no one else has ever thought of before. Yeah. yeah. And it, oh. it immediately tried. Do you just, know how many Reds uh, Dix had in the Premier League? I bet it's like a really surprisingly low amount. One. Yeah. He play, and he played a surprising amount of times in the Premier League as well. What weirdly. a canny man. Do you know how many yellow cards Gary Lineker got in his career? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't, yeah. The answer's zero. Oh my God. Yeah. Join us on the Football Ramble for all the biggest <laughs> and most unusual facts. Are you are you excited by Ronaldo being back, Kate? Um, I have mixed views about Ronaldo, as you might expect. I can imagine that, yeah. Yeah, which Fish has already covered, I think, on yeah. the Football Ramble. And you spoke pretty well about, I thought. Pretty well, Pete. Right? Pretty, just pretty, pretty well. well. That yes. means wet. That I think often in this country we use, we use pretty as an intensifier rather than as a diminisher. That's what you mean, okay, yeah. Mm. Like decent. Yeah. So yeah. A lot of people decent pretty, means pretty, pretty, pretty really cold. average. 
Yeah, cook song. A bit, a bit of Larry David as well. <laughs> I like. Yeah. I like that uh, Solskjaer has also told. Um, uh, I wouldn't mind if Solskjaer just told his team this, mm. but he also somehow told the press that he thinks that his current team are better than the 1999 treble winning side. <laughs> and um, Does that seem like a good idea? No, I don't think so. It seems like a quite bad idea. I think it's a really ill-thought-out thing to say, <laughs> but I guess we'll see, won't we? Because he's just trying to create a rod for his own back, which is very unusual. Which I think is happening anyway, but mm. the fact that he's intensifying it himself is quite interesting because he's in that position where a lot of people think that, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, they were wrong about Solskjaer. I'd probably say the same myself about what I said about him in the start. But I still think there's a feeling around football generally that he's never going to quite make them bigger than the sum of their parts. Yeah. Um, and he's the right man for the moment rather than the right man. And um, but, but what's happening is the reason he's in an interesting situation, I think, is because everything that keeps happening, because United is such a big club, makes his job effectively easier. He's, he's kind of being given whatever he wants. Mm. And at some point, people are going to go, well, hang on a minute, you've literally got everything you fucking want. Why are we not winning the league? And, it's gonna ha- and, that, and that, those chickens will come home to roost. And um, they may do one of those big celebrations... <laughs> And, uh, but at the end of the season they may end up with nothing and that will be a problem for him Is an argument to say he's been better resourced than Alex Ferguson ever did or ever was well, you'd say he that, spent yeah. a lot of money but it was a different a, game now I suppose yeah, and say. it wasn't like these massive marquee signings he, he did buy de- developmental talent as well and I think Ferguson's challenge of course was that he got a, a huge amount of time but he built them up from a really really low ebb I, mean, mm. I, I, I don't think you could say that even though it was problematic when it was difficult because you had to replace someone at Ferguson's level they were at that point really at this point now there's nothing to that's really going to stop them being one of the world's biggest clubs yeah. I mean they weren't um, anywhere near the level then when Ferguson took over so I mean it's a different situation but I know what you mean although as we've seen at Barcelona just because you are one of the biggest clubs doesn't mean you have to continue being that forever the, the context in which Solskjaer has been saying this of course is that they're now uh, favourites for the title given that they've got Ronaldo on board I mean there's many debates that could be had uh, on that front that a 36 year old is going to improve your side that demonstrably <laughs> but okay Yep, they definitely mm. did do well last season, uh, better than many people expected. Speaking of transfers, uh, Newcastle, I'm sure you read this statement with great interest, Pete, and indeed mm. you, Luke, about their transfer market activity. Mm-hmm. They completed a joke, basically, and not much else. I'll, I'll, Pete, I'll let Pete talk on it because he knows much more about Newcastle than me, but I will say that the best thing about all this stuff when Newcastle issue an official statement is the constant reminder that they don't even have control of their own web domain. <laughs> what NUFC.com yeah. Yeah, NUFC.com yeah. isn't Newcastle United it's yeah. a fan owned site isn't it yeah it's an oversight isn't it that sort of, <laughs> that sort of thing I, I like it because it says to me <laughs> that around the turn of the century they had a sit down about it and they thought the internet is just probably a fan yeah it's just probably a fan, worry it? about it yeah, yeah, yeah. Years time no one will even care don't need it mate yeah. don't need it AOL.com is still our email address. Yeah, the statement says, PD, our commitment to being run in a sustainable manner, which secures the financial viability of the club, is a long standing one. This does mm. not come at the expense of being, this does not, I'll just re- read that again, this does not come at the expense of being ambitious and is built on the core principle that we spend what we have. They went mm. after a Joey Willock. Didn't they? <laughs> they did, they were that but, long but, player they had last Oh, yeah, season. where does he play for now? <laughs> I, I, like, um, I like the. Um, the the idea of the asking hubris. you, Pete, where, no, <laughs> where the Newcastle go next? Because all joking aside, since they've been up in the Premier League, tenth, thirteenth, thirteenth, twelfth. It's a symptom of ambition, I think. Yeah, the... it's not bad. It's mid-table. They're a mid-table Premier League team. Oh, well, they are, aren't they? With a, with a couple of relegations shoved in there as well, Luke. <laughs> a couple of relegations, mate. You so, come at Newcastle. Like, you one relegation in the last ten years. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
And then, but but you're very much like Newcastle United's figures. They they basically put their figures out saying from 2019 to present we spent 120 net, and then what they should have done is is the much larger period 2017 to present was 10 million more than that. So they've basically chosen selectively the point in which they literally had to spend some money to retain their Premier League status. And that little poo-eating grin you got there, that naughty little grin, you know you've got a little dangle dangle and I'm biting that (laughs) out on on the hook. But PR is important. You've got to PR PR yourself. PR is important. It is It is. No one's buying it. Let's make that very clear. I said at the start of the season uh, and I continue to say uh, with uh, players like Wilson in the side, Newcastle have got goals so they will not go down. But... Um, they might go down. <laughs> that said, they might go down. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think that really? I, I, I think they've got every chance of uh, of if if one injury to Wilson, I think um, they they might find themselves who has in, had, in more trouble. Who has had injury problems yes. in the past, and they've started poorly. Mm. Happily, Which... though, not many Brazilians in the Newcastle side. No, because did you see this? We think football is about beauty and flair and narrative and joy, but actually, it's about middle-aged admin. men in committees <laughs> arguing admin, with yeah. each other and, yeah. and just tearing little strips just because they can. So <laughs> they yeah, want to be involved. They don't they get want, to do any of the fun stuff, they, do they? They, they, don't, they don't get to do any of the fun stuff so yeah eight Brazilian players will as it stands be prevented from playing for their clubs in the Premier League this weekend after Brazil tri- triggered a FIFA rule to prevent them from appearing that uh, includes Fred but it's okay for Everton because Richarlison was released for the Olympics so he gets to play <laughs> why Why did you inc- include Fred there like oh, including we're a, Fred we're on about Fred we've got Fred we, well, we, we haven't talked enough about Fred today <laughs> he's a great character <laughs> it's so much great. going on he's right. relevant to the game we're just discussing he's relevant to Solskjaer's plans and has been for a very long time well, inexplicably quite. you don't it might, at, least, at least it means little Donny will get a Donny van der Beek will get a, get a game <laughs> no he won't I reckon he probably will not a League Ooh. Cup player um, I also think it doesn't matter if Newcastle win or lose games really when you've got <laughs> Alan Samaxaman publicly announcing he's creating a TikTok account that's all you want football clubs are content so creators these days St. Jesus Park the crumbling cr- crumbling yeah but ASM he's doing a TikTok it's a great, I'm in for it it's a great political move distraction <laughs> distraction ASM does more uh, PR for Newcastle than yeah, Newcastle do you get this part they of the constantly banking. shoot themselves in the yes. foot and ASM's going hey look at this <laughs> <laughs> look at this gif Yes. Let's talk about the helicopter. So good. Also playing on Saturday at 3pm invisibly are Leicester against Manchester City. Edison banned for this one. Zach Stefan is out. So it means mm. Scotty Carson is likely to get a run out for Manchester Early City. Keeper crisis in Great the story. Premier League. Keeper crisis. Well, you can paint it like that. Or you can just be glad that... Scott gets a nice... I think that's disrespectful to Scott. Yeah, I think... I don't know about you. <laughs> that is extremely disrespectful. Yeah. He yeah. lost eight. He lost... He saved a penalty last time he played, didn't he? Joe, that, that was Joe Willett. And that was the first time in 10 years he'd played in the Premier League. Pete, there's a Keegan-esque approach to goalkeepers. I'm pleased you're not doing his motivational team talk. <laughs> Sitting down, Scott, there's a goalkeeper crisis. You're going to have to play. <laughs> I just hope you're ready. And why can't you be more like Edison? Don't, don't warm up in case you pull a hammy. <laughs> exactly. We can't afford that. We can't afford a warm up. <laughs> Yeah. You know, There's a, a few tacticians and a few people who love that kind of side of the game. I'm not sure maybe the guy on Five Live, whose name escapes me for now, and I don't want to attribute it to wrongly, so I won't say anyone else's name, but there's been talk among tactic circles of that the, the evolution of the game will eventually end up with no goalkeepers at all. Mm. Right, right, okay. Are they it's like rush keepers, basically. Point yeah, Dexters. Okay. Point Dexters. They would, um, yeah, they are Point Dexters, yeah. Point Dexters. They are Point Dexters whose best friends are numbers. But they do have in, occasionally interesting conversations about this kind of thing. And I, I can see what they mean because the mm. goalkeeping role has evolved so much. 
um, over you know even the last ten or fifteen years, you can kind of see it happen. I mean, I don't think Scott Carson will will <laughs> precipitate this. I don't know why. I've just <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, but surely with the <laughs> heading probably being taken out of the game at some points, sometime soon. Yeah, do you think that might add to that kind of opinion as well? Because you won't be dealing with high crosses or anything like that. It's not my take, is it? So it's no, hard to answer okay, that. I don't fine. really know what they're thinking. I think they're just thinking. That, take. I just think they think. I, I agree. Yeah, the goalkeepers are spending more and more time out their area. They can play football a lot more easily. I imagine they'll still be making saves. I don't really know. I don't know what the cutoff is, but mm. if people are interested, maybe they should go after them because that's all the information. <laughs> so, so at some point, we'll be sort of looking at because every single footballer's autobiography was like, "I left this club <laughs> because I was too small. I left this club because I was too yeah. small." I don't know why football in the nineties and noughties still had a problem with p- footballers who were too short. In this too country, small, it was because epidemic. Because it was in, yeah. Absolutely yeah. insanity. Yeah. yeah, every player had that story. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna have keepers who are too big. Too yeah. big. Could be. He's ah. just too big. But that's the interesting thing because they're not getting the goalkeepers aren't getting smaller; they're they're just getting better at playing they're football. Skinnier, they're getting rangier. That's probably true. When Andy and I were at a game midweek, um, I think I mentioned it the day after, but the Wimbledon goalkeeper was actually really very small. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he was about five ten, right. which was, for a goalkeeper is small. That was an eight goal thriller, though. It was. Yeah, so it I don't know if that. Yeah, didn't let a lot of goals. Well, obviously, being a Pompey fan, I was like, "Well, I bet he's obviously going to keep a fucking clean sheet." <laughs> but he didn't. So it was. It wasn't the end of the world necessarily for Pompey. But yeah. tears in the green. Tea. I know we take the piss out of Pep Guardiola, thinking that ideally he would just have a left back in goal or something, but it's not. It's not far from what you're saying, and I think this is actually probably true. That it's the evolution of. Well, if you think if you think about it. But if you took it to its natural conclusion and you thought about Man City playing, say, a poor League Two side in an FA Cup game, mm. I mean, Man City had nine, was it 82% possession against Arsenal a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. They could easily go, not, I mean, I know it gets hard, incrementally harder, but say they had 85% possession or whatever, they could limit a League Two side to no shots. This Unless they just start shooting from miles out. Is... It's a man. Turning me on. It's it really great. is. I'm very excited. I'm getting this. bored of football now. <laughs> no, and I think one I thing want I'll... a Jorge Campos in every bloody net. One thing I do want to say is that um, I, I think if, if Kaglas Sionchu's listened to this, he might have thought he's got away with not being mentioned ahead of time. <laughs> You're wrong. You are being mentioned. He's, look, he's gone from being an amazing, not just impressive player, but an impressive looking man to Benny Hill in six months. Mm. against Netherlands he was abysmal and against um, who they played before uh, West Ham he was really poor as well so yeah. it's a, he's a big part test of the Brussels this. curse isn't he the turkey curse of Brussels he'll still play against he might be he'll still play, he's play he'll probably play alongside John Evans this weekend um, which will help him but um, he's been so so poor and it's just not the kind of game you want to be going into in such poor form, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, and City out for revenge after their defeat in the Community Shield. Oh, yeah. Another big yeah. cup. I, <laughs> I forgot about that because I just wasn't ready for it. No. No, it yeah. It came so far. I enjoyed the... I enjoyed it's a good the, game in the yeah, end. Yeah, it was a good game in the end. I very much enjoyed it. It was. Phil it, Ford and Ken, Kevin De Bruyne back in training. Maybe they'll arrive with their entrance music That'll be at nice. some point. It's getting to the point where the Community Shield will literally be played after a short break after the FA Cup final oh. trophy is presented. Let's do it at the same time. Yeah, get it done. Yeah. Great idea, double yeah. header. Mm. And if you're in both, you just have to play both. <laughs> one yeah. after, yeah. One yeah, after the other. Um, are you interested in the Gerard PK NFT selfies, Pete, that he's just... Uh, oh, right, okay. Do- dove into? That's an American word, isn't it? Dove. Uh, dove. He's taken a dive into mm. some NFT gorgeous... Action. Yeah, look, I'm I'm all in on the NFT. I bought a couple bought myself. Some. I bought a couple yes, of uh, you would have. crappy um, Korean football card playing cards for um, twenty quid or something, um, worth nothing. 
They've, they've decreased in value. What was the point? <laughs> Do you know that a lot of the NFT... I, I read the other week that a lot of the NFT Ferrari is, is essentially based on a, a poll done by an American polling company who said that 18% of Americans have, have now bought an NFT, which then turned out to be wrong, which they then had to retract and say, sorry about that, we're still working on the data. So a lot of it might wow. even be based on a load of old shit anyway. Just made uh, up. All I, right, I will then. say that Shakira is under investigation for tax evasion. So, you know, no, no idea is a good idea. Sorry, a bad idea, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> That's very No idea is a good idea. <laughs> no idea is a bad idea. I, I've been working uh, with you for 15 years. I can categorically say <laughs> that no idea is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm moving this on to a break, cool. I think. Right, uh, oh, slightly more highbrow European football chat. If you want some, it's available to you on the Football Ramble Presents feed. Yesterday's on the continent, Dotton and the and David Cartledge discussing Griezmann and France, Memphis, and whether he can carry Barca this season and much, much more. Get there, download it if you haven't already. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You better get your finger out, all right, and make sure that you get the fucking results. <laughs> Welcome back to the football. So good. Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. That was Duncan Ferguson, who apparently had lunch with that kid, who he threatened into working hard for his results. But you better get a fucking check. <laughs> it's the worst invite to a lunch yeah. I've ever heard. Because like, he got his results, right? What would yeah. this be, GCSE, something yeah. like this? But mm. we don't... I don't know. You don't know. Does anyone know if the kid actually did well? Was he threatened into success in academia? Bro- if so, good on him. His good. brother fo- po- posted a photo saying that he um, that he took him out for the lunch in the end, which is a really nice thing. Mm. But I mean, it is also slightly terrifying still. What quality yeah. of lunch? Maybe it depended on whether it was an A or a B or whatever. Oh no, they're uh, numbers now, aren't they? Yeah, they know. are. I think from the background of the of photo, day. it looked like a nice spot. Yeah, it looked like a nice. Beautiful, as Gordon Ramsay would say, beautiful rustic food. Uh, it looked really nice, quite rustic. Um, the guys looked quite happy to be there. 
but there's always probably going to be an undercurrent of threat. Of, yeah, because I mean, Menace. he's basically, you know, he's basically like a you know a, a, a end of level boss Roy Keane, mm. isn't he? Because mm. Roy Keane's become oh. fluffy now. Sorry. I just <laughs> <laughs> you're playing a little bit of uh, double bass there. <laughs> Whenever I hear Roy Keane, just in the a little jazz and trying it to get us into the jingle. <laughs> Relax me because I was nervous thinking about Duncan Ferguson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some music. But there's, there's, I was just going to finally say there's a very much a much more mainstream role opening up for Big Dunk because Roy Keane's gone fluffy. He's been rehabilitated. Yes, People true. have yes. PR'd him. Yeah. No, he's, he's now all of a sudden. I mean, he's always a dog lover, but he's now a dog loving, funny man, straight man to Michael Rich's oh, funny I man. I very much enjoyed watching him just Emma Hayes absolutely bossing that entire kind of um, what, sort of what do you think Keane was thinking and Keane's like, like Keane says so, I think Wrighty says something because you're pretty Emma brave Hayes when Roy's not here <laughs> so I don't know what you want to say <laughs> but he absolutely just he, he, he just did not know what to say it was brilliant <laughs> um, he does a really good line in not wanting to be anywhere even though he's agreed to go somewhere mm. right, so, okay. so I listened to um, uh, the Gary Neville interview with him they mm. did like a little walk with Gary Neville um, and uh, Keane was there with his dog. He's got a dog called Jet now because obviously right. Trigg's passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he just sounded like he just, he just, why are you asking these questions? And it's like, <laughs> Rory, you've agreed to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Go all in, mate. It's not an imposition. No, Have you not. had lunch with Duncan Ferguson or Roy Keane right in? Here we go. If you've seen Vishnu Kebab Shop or Dean Smith up a tree, if your dad chinned a referee, send us an email, please. If you put Messi on a two-shirt, if you saw that tete cheese, if you've got something for us, shutuparamble.com. I don't know if we've been together when that's been played, Pete. Did you come up with the, the tune? Yeah, Marcus wanted me to throw my hat into the musical ring, so to speak, so I was, I was duty-bound to get involved. The um, I... I don't like that the chorus at the end is all you. What do you mean? You don't Isn't like more than one of no, me. No, it just feels weird that there's like five of you come from nowhere. It's like no, the no, Matrix it's... with the agent. Is there it no is... one else on that? No, it's just, oh, me. It's just wow. Pete doing the doing doing, doing high up, voices as well. Yeah. Building up the layers like Phil yeah. Spector. I very much enjoyed oh, Vish uh, saying that he wasn't a kebab shop kind of guy. Yeah, but he is a order it on Uber Eats and then yeah. race it home. He Fantastic. Did that, he did that when we were in the pub a while back. He he said that he always orders the Uber about half hour from home. So it's there when he's ready. And he says, sometimes like, the goal will be there. Which I, I, I think is... I think it's, I, it's a risky... Borderline like it, disrespectful to the trade, I it think. It needlessly uh, kind of adds a level of risk and excitement. That I'm, I'm in for it slightly. I, I, think, I think that the delivery drivers might find it quite arrogant. Yeah, I mean, you bet you you can't not tip in that in that situation. You're gonna have a tip. Yeah. You're gonna if have a tip. If they're hanging around waiting, because you're not there, they'd yeah. probably just leave it, wouldn't they? Because it's contact free delivery these days. Yeah, why can't they just I'll leave throw, it? That's the danger the is the danger is less social anxiety and more that it'll be cold. But mm. it's it, it, true. But it feels to me like the 21st century version of someone bringing you some food to a table and you not even looking up and saying thanks. Mm. Oh, that's what I feel. Anyway. And, and, that, so and that's Vish, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> got, and Vish has got that in his locker. I'm <laughs> <laughs> joking. I uh, got a message from John Whiting. Hello, John. On the subject of selling things to footballers, I'm loving this thread, quite frankly. A few years ago, I used to work in Marks and Spencers when uh, on a quiet weeknight shift about 20 minutes before we closed, none other than Chelsea legend John Terry came in. Uh, he came straight up to me and asked me if we sold custard. <laughs> I took him to where it was stocked, but to his horror, there were only two cartons left. He asked if we had any more anywhere else and insisted that I look out the back for him. After returning to the shop floor unsuccessfully, Terry <laughs> sighed and muttered something along the lines of, shit, I hope this will be enough, <laughs> and left quite abruptly. I had so many questions, but didn't have a chance to ask him, A, why did he need the quantity of custard that he's hinting at? 
uh, B, why was he coming in late at night to get said custard? Right, Look, so that'd be like 10 to 11 he was in at night. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I, I hope this is true. That he can't turn it with the custard. Do you want it some custard? Marks and Spencer, one, good on him. Yeah, good, right. good quality. Good quality. And he's got the money. It'll be that really yeah. thick, uh, very oh, yeah. uh, oh, almondy custard. Stuff, right? yeah. It yeah. is good stuff. Probably Madagascan vanilla ice. Yes, 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 yes. Secondly, he's obviously on his way to David Moyes' house. <laughs> David Moyes loves custard, remember? Does he? Yeah, there was a, there, back at, I think it was in COVID. Oh no, it's, it might have been just before COVID. Anyway, David Moyes was under the cosh as a manager and he was been asked all these questions about um, what um, he does as a little like, luxury thing to treat himself. And yeah. he said, I just love custard. <laughs> what the weirdest uh, thing. You have... tubby toast and custard. And having said that then, I knew I was going to say it to you guys. I just Googled it quickly while you are reading the email just to make sure I, it wasn't a fever dream, but yeah. it did happen. Yeah. You've blown this one wide openly. <laughs> We've had an email from Kish. <laughs> just following Jim's plan to avoid scores and be excited for match of the day. It so happens that I do this once a season only. I've named this event dark match of the day. I love this. Mm. The emotion you go through wondering what's happened is intense and you have to really prep to avoid the news beforehand. The radio in the car, turn your phone onto flight mode. Yet as there's so much narrative this weekend and eight games in one day, I urge you all to join me in this madness. I mean, today would be a good, um, Saturday would be a good day to do it, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, and I like that this has escalated from something that those of us who are old enough to remember, sometimes you just have a busy day yeah. and you'd be like, oh, I don't know what any of the scores are. Yeah. I'm going to watch match of the day now. Mm. Um, obviously it doesn't happen now, but I like that it's gravitated into a into an event. I'd love it if, I mean, the, uh, the people at Sky Sports probably wouldn't love it, but I'd love it if everyone did that once a season. It'd be mm. brilliant. Don't listen to the ramble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Never listen to the ramble. No, oh, because shit, it's, we've it's been fun because it's a Saturday. Right, okay. Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's okay. got be perfect. Do it for a year. Don't listen to any footballer. Yeah, see yeah. what's happened. Wait until Monday and join us then. This might be how we finally take down the big boys. <laughs> <laughs> we get away with this scot-free because it's a Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Sky Sports is their biggest day. They're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Show at footballramble.com. Tweet us at footballramble and let us know if you join Kish in his, in his, his or her, actually. Uh, big plans for dark match of the day. All right, Norwich face Arsenal also on Saturday at 3pm. Both looking for their first points of the season, Luke. Yeah, and I think if I was an Arsenal fan, um, I would be bricking it. Because I think if Arsenal concede a goal first here, this could be a really big, big challenge for, for, for them. Um, you know, they've had a really tough start. I know they've had players missing and they've got a lot of new signings to bed in and... and a lot of them are pretty young as well, but I think I think Arsenal fans can can accept that, but I don't think they can accept, and nor should they accept, the club not reaching like a minimum standard. Mm. And it's all very well to say that you know Manchester City quite late in the season last year were eleventh or whatever, and they wanted to win the league. You know, fair enough. You, questions get asked if they start in that kind of indifferent way, but this start has been way way worse than that, and mm. way beyond the pale. And I think I think I think they. I don't want to speak on behalf of Arsenal fans, but my understanding is they accept a kind of transitional period because Arteta's need to change the culture of the club entirely. Yeah. But, you know, Oli Kay, whose work I really enjoy reading, wrote a piece about Arteta, the challenge for Arteta this week, and he, taught, and he kind of drew some comparisons in different ways between Solskjaer and Klopp. And, and to look, this is what Klopp's been able to achieve in five years. Hmm. This is what, um, you know, Liverpool went from basically good also rans to Champions League final in three seasons, you know. That's now, true. And if you think about how their squad was put together when Klopp came in, it was the weird dregs of like five different managers. There were no of, coherence. Yeah, yeah. Were, I would say, I think I don't think also rans is, a, is an overstatement. No. Like, I think, and, and I think it's a fairly good comparison because although Arsenal, you know, 
in my opinion, aren't as big a club as Liverpool and haven't had as much success as Liverpool overall. They have been to like Champions League finals in relatively recent memory. They, mm. They've qualified for European football so often and the minimum standard, I think, has just been dropped beneath. And the biggest fear I, I would have, I think, is the idea that you have to decide whether you think it comes down to Arteta or the club itself. Mm. And if you think it's down to Arteta, you've got to change it. And if you've got to change it, I mean, who the hell is going to make it better? So it must be down to the club. And and I, I just I just don't really know how far the patience goes, that's all. Yeah, he said, Arteta, that Arsenal now have all the tools to build what we want to build, which again, speaking about Solskjaer creating a bit of a rod for his, rod for his back, he's saying... I've got what I need, so mm. let's crack, let's crack on. on. I think both teams in this fixture have had terrible luck with a fixture computer this season for the oh, first three okay. matches, haven't they? Really, I mean, like, well, because you think Brentford was a really think, big assignment, wasn't it? I, for the first it, one. <laughs> no, no, I think it was because Brentford yeah, were, were up and they, they were boiling. It was a party, and, got... and it was in their stadium. It was incredible. Yeah, look, they beat West Ham. Uh, sorry, not West Ham. West Brom in the uh, in the AFL Cup, and that was a great day for Arsenal. <laughs> but on the same side of uh, and they in beat Norwich, Brentford in that con- con- closed doors friendly. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, true. Both teams actually have big wins in the League Cup. Yeah, I think both. I think. Both teams have had a, a, a very similar start to the season. I think if Norwich, I think uh, I, I think Arsenal fans will be very very disappointed if they didn't put some kind of statement down on this pitch. Hundred percent, but they, they have to. But it's a massive game for both teams. Isn't but it? I can't see Norwich recovering f- from this for a very long time. Personally, I think I think it's it's going to be harder for Norwich to climb out of that muggy headspace if they get a hammering uh, this weekend than if uh, Norwich kind of uh, just get, get get a goal uh, lead and, and, and sit on it all match against Arsenal because that's what but, but they can it, do. But Pete, isn't it an excuse for, um, for, for Norwich to say, look, we struggled in the, la- the last time in the Premier League. We've had a tough start to this season. This team... Arsenal are in the in the absolute basement in terms of morale. Mm. They're all over the place mentally. They've got players missing. They've got new signings who haven't found their feet yet. Um, you know, this is a chance for us to actually really kickstart our season. But, yeah, but Arsenal still got the quality to, to yeah, and potentially, that's, yeah, that's actually, how they get you. And that's how they and get you. You'll yeah. still be saying that in February <laughs> when they're bottom. But potentially, Ben White could be back in. Gabriel uh, yeah. Thomas Partey, even uh, Takiro Tomiyasu could be yeah. in there. Norwich, of course, as well, also have, have made lots and lots of signings over the summer, but that doesn't necessarily seem to be a good thing. I, I'll take your point, but I, I mean, I saw Ben White play in his in his in, on his debut for for us, and he was yeah. poor. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm taking. No he's pleasure. not a sort of you know what's it called a plaster that's going to come in and fix everything. I think obviously. he's a good player, and I think I think you know in the, the the price tag and everything, Kate isn't his fault or whatever. But he, I mean, he came in and he was poor, and it was almost like he was looking around, going, "My God, what a challenge this is!" And of course, you'd expect him to improve as he beds in. But he's had this stuttering start because he's not been available. And he's slotted into a back four, which will be Tierney, who's a good player. But again, he's you know, had a brilliant start to his Arsenal season. Um, Gabriel will come in, who will, uh, who will improve them. And then Maitland-Niles will probably start on right, right back, maybe. And that and that will be an interesting situation because obviously he's been agitating to move. So then they've got um, Lekonga, who will probably play in front of the back four. Because oh, he's he, exciting to see. He is, but he's a new young player. Yeah. And Thomas Partey, who will be playing for the first time this season, I think, for Arsenal. And Xhaka's out. So... You know, it's. I mean, there's lots of different ways you can see this going, but I mean, it's not something that I'll, I don't think Arsenal should be approaching this, and I'm not saying they are, but they shouldn't be approaching this. Going right, great, Norwich at home, they've been shit, and they're a Championship team who's just been promoted. <laughs> we'll win this, and everything's going to be fine because nothing you can see about the manner of how Arsenal have been beaten can can, can suggest that it's fine to lose to Manchester City. <laughs> they lost five nil to Manchester City because Manchester City settled for five goals. It's as simple as that. <laughs> so it's not great, is it? This is a team that Arsenal were competing with a number of years ago. 
So look, it's it's not great stuff, is what I'm saying. And I think I wish this game was on TV because it yeah. would have been great to watch. Sadly, it isn't. So yeah, I think that might actually have been the we'll pick have after da- all dark the things match we of the day. said. Dark match of the day. Can't wait. Yeah, another one. Uh, another three pm kickoff is Southampton taking on West Ham. Um, Pablo Fornell's interview with this uh, this week about the good vibes mm. that they've got at the London Stadium. Good vibes around David Moyes and his custard. He says, "I'm in yeah. love with West Ham. The song, the sign, the bubbles, the bubbles. This oh. is, he's loving it. He's he's broken back into the, the sign, meaning that." Yeah, oh, the crossed arms. He's broken back into the Spain team as well. He started the season really well. That's what David Moyes does for these guys. <laughs> I love Fornells. I think he's a great player. And I think um, the one thing you'd say he hasn't added is goals and assists. Such so a sort of sheer numbers to his to his game. Like if you look over the last two full seasons, I think it's seven goals and nine assists in the Premier League overall. So, mm. but he started this season really well on the numbers front as well. And him and Antonio. And it's he's a great a combo. Cool part of it. Antonio, do you think it's going to make a difference that he made his Jamaica debut over the international break? 10,000 miles or round trip, 3 0 defeat to Panama. Not great, is it? It's not ideal. <laughs> I mean, at his age. But he's loving life. He's loving life, though. <laughs> yeah. I, if he can stay fit, I think West Ham are going to have a great, another great season. But uh, I just. Worry. I also don't think he's sat in one of those flight seats that you go on at BA. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably in a pretty probably, good oh, he probably quite a good legs little out and, yeah. and things like this. Little Let's hope he wore his uh, DVT socks. Do I need to wear the um, socks now? I'm getting older. Oh, I don't I know. I think How everybody they work, should really? wear so- their socks, mm. shouldn't they? Mm. I think it's quite important. Mm. Right. I, I thought because uh, I'm very much still of the if I get up and walk around the cabin oh, right. a bit, I'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah, you, I think I think you're fine, aren't you? You're still a young man. You you, you, you circulate. You run. <laughs> you hear that, Kate? Kate hear <laughs> you that. eat well. I fucking eat too well. well. <laughs> too well, mate. Absolutely. Like Pablo right. Fornells, he's not even eating any gravy. He said he's uh, not eating the gravy on the pie. Apparently, in the uh, in the West Ham uh, cafe, the... he shouldn't be eating pies <laughs> anyway. <should> really... <laughs> Pablo, oh, I love it. Don't, don't you love it when like quite a likable player comes in and really embraces like the culture of a team? It's, it's cool, though, isn't it? Because I'm not eating that gravy. Yeah, rubbish. It's great. I like I like the uh, I like the idea of him just chucking pies down, <laughs> and that's why he's been so good. Let's hope they weren't those boiling pies like at Brentford. Oh yeah. That my be, be my friend Jimmy tongue. had to go to the hospital because he burnt his throat in a really hot pot. <laughs> he did. He did. How, were you with him? No. Oh, I wanted oh, to ask him how many burn. mouthfuls of the pie he yeah. ate in order for that yeah. to happen. Like, did he eat one? Oh, that's a bit hot. So and then keep chowing it down. Come out of his ears. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in the. He actually lives for the second time this week. I'm going to make this reference. He lives in the Beano comic. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, cool. No, but he. Uh, he, he I say he had to go to the hospital. He went to the hospital, and the, and the, and the guy was like, "What are you doing here? Just, just." Ow. Get over it. Little it's Jimmy fine. Campbell. Little yeah. Jimmy Campbell move. Uh, Jimmy was like, I think I need to go to the Burns unit. He's like, you don't need to go to the Burns <laughs> unit. I'm just eating a hot pie. Go home. Robbie Burns. Yeah, it's like Jim Campbell all over again. Um, anyway, <laughs> Betway's 4 to score. It's time for that. Uh, entry to Betway's 4 to score is free. Uh, each week, pick the first goal scorer in their four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot, guys. Ooh. If you can't get excited about £50,000 as a jackpot, you can't get excited about anything. Uh, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's, of course, apply. Game one is the aforementioned Leicester City versus Manchester City. Saturday at three o'clock, Kate Mason. Selfishly, Manchester City didn't manage to sign Harry Kane, so it's difficult to pick, you know, because they don't yeah. have a centre forward. Uh, but I'm going to go for Ferran Torres, nice who pick. scored twice against Arsenal. Nice pick. Um, yeah, I'd have gone for him or Vardy, I reckon. So yeah, nice one. Uh, game number two, again, the game we've mentioned already today, Southampton versus West Ham. Peter. 
Uh, Michael Antonio, please. Nice. Just nice. Fresh, ten and a fresh half as a daisy. Miles. Fresh what? as a daisy. I've not read that bit. Fresh <laughs> as a daisy. If he if he's been playing over in the Caribbean mm. or Central America, even I can't remember if it's a home or away game. He's going to be five or six hours behind. The game kicks off at three. He's going to get up full of beans, thinking it's nine or ten a.m. Yeah, and he might better go in early. I like it. Yeah, ah. I like Good that. Thinking. Good thinking. All right, game number three is Chelsea v Aston Villa Saturday tea time. And our friend Andy had this to say. Hello all, Andy here ahead of Chelsea versus Aston Villa. This is an obvious pick, but I'm going to have to go for it. He's had a big week despite having this interruption to the resumption of his Chelsea career. Playing his 100th game for Belgium already. He's done so much in his career already. And I think he's going to have an enormous season for Chelsea. It's got to be the irresistible Romelu Lukaku first to score against Aston Villa this week. Where do you think Andy was recording that? I think he was in the, some kind of staff canteen. Oh, I thought like, he was. Mm. Yeah, okay, the echo. I, I think, think you're in right. An old shed. At the I very thought start, he was at home, but no. I heard some clinking of cutlery, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, mm. Anyway, Romelu Lukaku for Andy. And the final game is Leeds v Liverpool on Sunday at 4.30. And that's my pick, and I've gone for Diogo Jota. So in summary, Ferran Torres, Mikel Antonio, Romelu Lukaku and Diogo Jota. Um, if they all come in as first goal scorers, it'll be £50,000, which we'll which we'll, sorry, give to charity. Um, if you want to play along, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game uh, and you can play for free at betway.com forward slash four to score. Further T's and C's apply, 18 plus and do gamble responsibly. For more information on that, head to begambleaware.org. Now, as Kate tries to take my piece of paper from in front of me that I need to do the admin of this game, Thief. it's time for this. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. <laughs> it's time for Luke's game. It's a, new, it's a new jingle from Pete Donaldson. That is, he's been working all hours, Pete Donaldson, hasn't he, on these jingles? That has put fire in my belly and my head remains in the freezer. I hope you two are the same. Um, our friend um, Jimmy, who does all the uh, admin type stuff for Luke's game, he's taken it upon himself, our friend and listener Jimmy. Not the same Jimmy who burnt his throat on a pie. Got it. <laughs> um, he says it's unseeded Kate Mason, the bottom seed Pete Donaldson, is this the equivalent to Burnley v Newcastle on Super Sunday that actually turns into a thriller? That actually turns into a thriller. So we'll find out right now. Kate, I'm stressed because I don't have a notepad. You can have... Look, here you go. Yes, thank you. Have that piece of paper. Yet more evidence we'll of favouritism. We'll give you the Did pen. Did you see that, Pete? I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> Laptop closed, Pete, Mr. Oh, Dawson. Lobby. That's part of the admin. Um, Kate, you are unseated, so you do get to go first. Oh, thank you. The first player... Has played for six clubs in total. A quick game is a good game, guys. Six uh, clubs in total. He is your friend and mine, actually. One of the, I think, will look back as one of the most iconic players, not always for the right reasons, mm. uh, it, players of our era. Um, it's Jordan Pickford. Oh. Six clubs in total for Geordie Pickford. Who's gone first? Six professional clubs. Kate's going first. Okay. I think you should just start naming them, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. last time. Yeah, you can relax at the moment, Peter. Just get your thinking cap on, mate. All right, mate. Yeah. How you feeling? I can ask you how you're feeling, though. How you feeling mm. about this? Defensive. Okay. Mason, number from you, please. I want to go for either two or three. Okay, well, you need to pick one of those numbers. <laughs> and I'm just trying to scope out what happens to Pete's face. Mm. Um... Uh, Three. Okay, Pete, do I have four from oh, you? Oh, definitely not four. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know time, how I play this game. One at a time, please. Um, you sound like you've got a few in your head, so go for it. All right. 
Um, Everton. Playing at the moment. Preston. Yes, very good. And then a made-up one, unfortunately. Southampton. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. dear. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> that is wrong. Oh, ah! <laughs> I bottled it. I really bottled it. I stopped thinking. Stop doing that. <laughs> I'm surprised. I love this. I love what this game brings out in people because I didn't expect you to say Preston. I thought you had said, of course, Sunderland. Ah! Rovers for six years. Um, Begins with an S. True. That's what just happened to me. They play in the same shirt as well. Yeah. Maybe that was it. Um, he went on loan to Darlington and Alfreton Town. They're not professional clubs, so they don't count. The other clubs that do count are Burton Albion, Carlisle United, Bradford City. As you mentioned, Preston North End, and as you also mentioned, Everton, where he is now. That's a point to Pete. Damn it, Darlington's not a professional club. They weren't, they weren't at the time. Mm. No, I don't know if they're at the moment. Um, I'm sure I'll get a lot of tweets about it, <laughs> as I always do. Um, Pete, you're up first this time. This player has also played for six clubs in total. Um, he is Philip Coutinho. Oh, Lord, dear. Lord have mercy. I'm going to go for two. <laughs> Look how quick he is. That's a, that's a testament. All right, fine. I'm going to go for three. All right, then I'm not going for four. No, you're not. No, God, no. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd be foolish to, Luke. No, I think it's fine. Three, no, three is easy. Well, you're going to do them now. Three is easy, PD. One at a time, Kate, to get yourself back on level terms. Liverpool. Of course. Barcelona. Of course. Bayern Munich. Very good. Much nice. more sure of herself today. Yeah. Uh, I gave her a bit of coaching a couple of weeks ago. I said, you sound a bit unsure, and I think it's not helping your confidence. <laughs> yeah, you just... You just that's, yeah. that's actually kind of a life lesson from Luke Moore, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I can't do anything. <laughs> I just think I can. Yes, that's one all, Pete. Mm -hmm. Inter is where he started his career. Um, but he was quickly shipped back on loan to Vasco da Gama in his native, native Brazil. Then As Darlington. As <laughs> yeah, doesn't count. Doesn't count. count. <laughs> Espanyol, Liverpool, Barcelona and Bayern Munich. Yeah. One all, all to play for. Kate, you're up first. I think you're going to struggle with this one. I'm not going to lie because you are not as old as me. Um, this player's played for four clubs in total. I mean, the thing going in your favour is... He's Pete's thick. One of the <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is a demonstration of stupidity. No, or not, the thing, by the way, the thing that's really going your favour is that Pete really doesn't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's four clubs in total. Lothar Mateus. Oh God! <laughs> this is the first ever none. Yeah. I reckon he's a legend, but he's an old legend. Uh. I feel like I've actually met him. Oh really? You might have done. He does, yeah. does the rounds these days. Yeah. Oh, he does a lot of punditry. He's a bit of a character. Okay, so one. One. Two. Damn it. I can't. Let Pete, let Pete yeah, do Pete, it. Yeah, Pete, do it. Pete. Oh, no, you're not get involved. No, what I was saying was, because I wasn't getting involved. Don't push yourself, mate. I was reminding Kate that it's, it's, it's acceptable for Pete to name two. Right. Like you, don't have to, okay. you don't have to beat him in the auction side of it. He can name two if right, he wants okay. to name two. I just feel embarrassed that I haven't managed to get to three. But, okay, go for it, please. Okay, so two, one at a time, Pete. Lothar Mateus. These are both going to be guesses, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. That's the spirit. Buying. Of course he's played for Bayern. Yeah, yeah, that was German my legend. one too. I was just going to pick German clubs. I'm going to go for Stuttgart. Nah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a point to get. That's <laughs> actually quite disrespectful to Lothar Mateus. <laughs> <laughs> ah, listen, uh, Lothar Mateus has done his fair share of disrespecting other people. That's I'm sure he can take it. Yeah, yeah. Borussia Mönchengladbach, Bayern Munich, Inter, Bayern Munich again, and then uh, Metro Stars, who are now New York Red Bulls, I think. So, oh, right. Uh, so my plan to just name four German sides really wouldn't have gone that well. Yeah. Well, you'd have got two if you named the right two. Yeah. Um, he also came out of retirement in 2018 to play one game for an amateur club. I can't pronounce them, but luckily they don't count. So it right. doesn't matter. Um, Pete, you're up first this time. It's 2-1 to, to the mace. So to stay in the hunt. Okay. Okay, this guy's played for eight clubs. Mm. I have a feeling he might be a terrible human being. Oh, no. Uh, it's Neil Razor Ruddock. 
Okay. <laughs> Have you seen pictures of him recently? <laughs> I'm in no position to talk. <laughs> Neil Razor Ruddock. Uh, you are in that case, in that one case. Uh, two. Two, okay. Mace? Well, I've got two. Okay. Let's see whether you want to have a guess or not then, isn't three, it? Three, three, three. Okay. Have a tilt. You want to do four? No, God, no. I'm, I'm, you know I'll win if I get this right. Okay, so if you get the three clubs... He doesn't clubs, care about winning. This is not as much fun. Pete doesn't care about winning in anything. No. He uh, would prefer to lose. This is very, this is very confusing for every, me. Every loser wins. <laughs> Nick Berry. Nick Little Berry. Nick Berry mentioned. But if, obviously I might lose. Yeah, okay. Three clubs. If you name all three, yeah. it's a win for you. And who knows what it's going to do for the seedings? Because you're unseeded because <laughs> you haven't played so far. Right. One out of one is a 100% record, as we know. Come on. Incredible scene. Okay, don't build it up too much. This is actually quite stressful. Three How many clubs, am I doing? Three. Go. Tottenham. Yes, of course he's played for your beloved Tottenham. A couple of times, I think. Liverpool. Known for his spell at Liverpool. Played there for a long time. You're one club away. And this is... I think he played for... I think he played for... I think he played for Southampton. Am I going to use the button I haven't done, haven't used at all yet this season? Craig Jermaine. I am. Oh, yes. Yes. Well done, mate. Indeed. Indeed, he has played for Southampton. Finn's doing a knee slide outside. <laughs> so, a lot of knee. So, um, Millwall, Tottenham Hotspur, Millwall again, Southampton, Tottenham Hotspur again, Liverpool, Queen's Park Rangers, West Ham United, Crystal Palace, oh, Swindon Town. I would have said West Ham United because he's just a West Hammy player, was, isn't he? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I was actually thinking along those lines too. That's a win uh, for me. I was just obsessed with Southampton today. I always feel like you're going to pick people who've played for Southampton for some reason. Well, it's the algorithm. It's the algorithm, yeah, good point. Um, final one to see if Pete can get a consolation. Kate, you'd be first on this one. Mm. Four clubs, Ashley Young. Where does he play now? Okay, I can do... Two, three... Well, what, it, it, <laughs> the only task in this part of the game was to pick one number. Two and a half. Aston. <laughs> how many, how many... Oh, he's ruined it. He's ruined it. <laughs> what? How many do you want to I'm do? having three and I'm out naming them. Aston Villa, Inter, Man United. Up yours, everyone. Good night. And right. the fourth one is? Okay, um, the fourth one is um, Watford. Oh. So, sorry play- say, oh so he's playing for Villa again that's who he's playing for Pete's just invoked a clause and I'm sorry to say Pete oh. Donaldson wins no, what, what is that? <laughs> uh, a good win for Kate Mason um, we'll probably call that a 3-1 win because you fucked the quiz as you sorry. always do uh, sorry about those who do the admin for us on Twitter you're going to have to work that out yourself fuck the quiz the quiz had ended yeah, that, was a, that was a third place you shouted the word Aston <laughs> while the game was still going I was talking about JLS absolutely okay. what, what do they call you in that grid chaotic evil chaotic evil <laughs> Good win for you, though, Kate. You must be pleased. Well, We're the three Kate. evils, aren't we? Mm. Yeah. I yeah. think we all are, yeah. Oh, yeah. What an evil little show we've made for Ooh. you today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, say goodbye to the listeners. Petey. Goodbye, listeners, Petey. Say <laughs> goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. We'll see you on Monday. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.